0: Hi everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Holding Court podcast. Justin and I are here with you guys today.
1: Yes we are back at it again.
0: I don't even know what week of quarantine we're in anymore. I was counting for a while. I think 8.
1: Is this 8? I don't know. 7, 8... Something like that. We started the podcast, I guess, during the second week. So yeah, maybe yeah. week eight of quarantine. Who cares? Well, we didn't start quarantining right away, but did we? They just started shutting stuff down. We didn't really know.
0: No, we quarantined right off the bat.
1: Okay, got it. I think. I don't know. We're okay. all in a state of confusion.
0: We're in quarant. We're all in quarantine together. Well, some states are starting to reopen starting to implement those plans for reopening. They kind of have little phases and charts. I was looking at some of them. I looked at my hometown, Indiana one. It's, it seems fast. I don't know. I don't know what it seems like. I, I get it both sides. It's, it's a lot. I was looking at some of the phases. Once it gets rolling, it happens pretty quickly. I think it's kind of my point. Like it starts with, um, I guess we're in phase one, stage one right now where it's, pick up and all that and then s- like slowly it you know opens up the capacity of restaurants and then different types of businesses and then like stage three and four like salons and all that I have no idea what's yeah
1: happening. I think <laughs> I think people are just gonna have to be careful and people are gonna have to not assume that we're just jumping back to normal and you know the more careful and aware of your surroundings that you are going forward I think the easier it will be to progress and continue with the next phases. But, you know, if everyone, you know, practices their social distance for distancing for a few days and then they just say, oh, you know what, nothing's going to happen. Let's go back to normal. I, I, You know, that's when we might get in trouble. So hopefully everyone's just aware. Yeah. And practices a new normal.
0: I think for the most part, people are a little nervous to go out like I'm one of the people that is gonna like pop my head out the door and be like you guys go first I'll see I'll see how this goes but yeah I mean aside from people that are very very excited about the beach and very heated about going to their beach I think for the most part everyone's going to use their best judgment obviously people that are more at risk or you know our older population obviously gonna have to continue the quarantining for quite some time
1: yeah, I mean, I don't really see that big a deal about the beaches when people are exercising and moving around and, and not just laying on top of each other. I think that's when it becomes a problem. I mean, because what's the difference between going down to the beach and going on a walk or walking around your neighborhood on a walk, right? It's, it's yeah, not Yeah, I think really the issue is people were,
0: like, slathering on their Hawaiian Tropic baby oil and just, like, roasting in the sun <laughs> and saying that that was part of their exercise. Which I don't
1: blame them. Like, I, I understand, like, you miss that, but... I yeah,
0: know. I think more so the beach is there for, you know, the physical aspect of it, working out, the mental health, maybe the waves crashing. And the surfers. Surfers got to surf, man. Yeah. Well, they're not like, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Unless you're like hogging someone's wave, like you're, you're social distancing when you're surfing, right?
0: I think so. Well, if you mm-hmm. all go out in like a little pod.
1: And you're like floating around. I just
0: have my like... Reference of surfing in Lake Michigan. And I actually surfed in Hawaii, not like in a big way. But I just think of Blue Crush and they were all in like those little pods and they'd be yeah. like waiting and going. And
1: It's a big ocean. I think it's yeah. spread out.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, a little update on the Dream Center. As always, they hit a big milestone after 50 days
1: 50 of days. handing
0: out meals. They have reached... 500,000 meals
1: that is phenomenal I mean
0: huge round of applause for them that is incredible
1: just answering the bell that's what they do when when stuff comes up and the taco bell (laughs) you wish (laughs) (laughs) when stuff comes up and situations arise uh you know they go running towards it and and don't worry about what's going to happen that's what we love about them
0: yeah. And you and I actually had our first visit up to the Dream Center.
1: Yes, we did. We snuck up there.
0: Yeah. went back and forth a little bit about going up there and making sure, you know, obviously they have their limits on number of volunteers and they're doing everything the right way to make sure they stay within all the guidelines. But we wanted to go up there and see it for ourselves. And it's amazing. I feel like following on social media with the Dream Center, you feel like you're there because they do such a good job, as I have mentioned, with covering everything. But I mean, being in it, I was right back in my you know promo model days. I was right back there on the line and slinging my, I had my press juicery uh, green juice on the line right away. I had some Girl Scout cookies. I had toilet paper, which was such a hot ticket. So excited to be slinging that teepee in the cars and diapers and everything. It was a thrill. It was I definitely had like a sweat mustache going under my mask almost immediately. (laughs) So my hat definitely goes off to those volunteers because I was there later in the day. You came a hair after me to bring up some treats for them, but it was hot and it was later in the day. And so I can't even imagine doing that lunch rush, which is their biggest time of the day. The most people come through there and wow. Wow. It was good that went by fast. Everyone's energy was amazing. They have the tunes going. I think we had some country going. Everyone singing and you know dancing around and it was it was great to see it in person in motion and I am just blown away by everyone there.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a well-oiled machine the way they operate. I came in through the back. So I came in through the kitchen and got to see everyone basically making the, the meals. So, uh, GML has had their trays of pastas and, and um, garlic bread and so they were scooping it into the styrofoam to go um, boxes and just the process of that was amazing to watch. I mean, they had like 10 boxes and as they were sliding it down, it was the spaghetti was going in and then the garlic bread was going in and then they were closing it and then they were passing it and they had people from the kitchen going into the little middle room and kind of... Um, storing it in the in the middle room. So all their extra supply was in the middle room. And then you go out the door and that's where they had the tent set up and the drive through, And they had tables where the dinners were. And then they had tables up front where you were caught with, you know, the Girl Scout cookies and the toilet paper and the paper towels and the press juicery and diapers and wipes and everything else you can imagine. They were passing out cereal. They had... They had plastic bags full of goodies that I don't even know what we're in, but we were putting one in every single car. So mystery treats, mystery treats. Yeah, it was just it, it. was such a well-oiled machine, and they just kept going and kept going and cranking. And like you said, I was only there for the last hour of it, and um, you know, we wanted to, you know, try to bring a spark of energy up to them and and encourage them to keep going. And and I don't even think they needed it. I mean, honestly, they no. they are out there such high energy such passion for giving and it was it was really really special to see and even even getting to see the the people coming through in their cars firsthand and and how grateful they were um, to get a meal and to get to get some items in their car was was pretty special
0: and obviously we didn't announce that we were going up there but you you can't hide the beard with the mask. It's kind of funny. It's
1: very like <laughs> beard is beard's in mid season form. So I uh, yeah uh, really people knew right it. away. People knew right away when I was handing them their their pasta through the yes. window. Um, yeah, which, actually, which was cool too. There was a lot of Dodger gear. A lot of Dodger gear going through the through the drive through.
0: Yeah, I love seeing some of the Dodger masks that people had. I also loved someone posted on Instagram and tagged us, uh, thanking us for. I think it was when Caitlin came on the show and mentioned the items that they need most. And mm-hmm. this family, this mom and her kids wrote me and just said, thank you for giving us you know, the idea to go on the website and see what items are most needed. The kids could not stop talking about it. They made up their list, went to the store and brought them up there and they were immediately put on the line. Was in- that the
1: truck? Was it a truck? Like the bed no, the that truck was a was separate one. That okay. was
0: some girls from, I think that were students at Penn State. But oh, yeah, wow. this one they brought up, I think it was like pastas and different things that went right into it. And that's what I love about it. You can bring something up there and you see it like go into play almost immediately. Straight onto the line. Yeah, that's the best. Like we've mentioned, you can maybe donate to an organization and you you know obviously want to assume that Things are getting put out there and going into the right place. But with this, like you really see firsthand.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no question where your items are going. So they don't take it in the back. They don't hide it. It it goes right on the table. And then, you know, while you're still there, probably unpacking your car, your items are getting put in another car as they're driving through.
0: Yeah, I love that. Amazing. Yeah. So it was great to be up there. I'm sure we'll pop up there again unannounced unannounced. (laughs) But yeah. Um, also with our week you had, you mentioned last time you teased the Dodgers zoom call and now you have two under your belt. So you're basically a Dodgers zoom call expert.
1: Yeah. Week two, it was uh it was a good one. Um, obviously I think week one, they weren't really sure what they were getting into. And, uh, a lot of people, I, I think they have the capability of having 20,000 people on the Zoom call. And I think last week they had like 9,500 was the highest they got. Um, but there were some technical difficulties and some of the videos weren't quite playing and it was a little botchy. And know and, and Zoom actually was in contact with them to clean it up. And this week went a lot clean better.
0: Clean it up, Zoom. <laughs> it was actually, it's not funny, but then obviously had a fall at his house yeah yeah. and they wanted to reassure everyone that vin is doing great and so they played a clip uh vin basically telling everyone that he's doing great and right in that moment the connection
1: slowed down it didn't stop
0: very very slow and it was kind of horrific because at first you're like vin Are you sure you're okay? And Can it was, you do your
1: impression? It's pretty good.
0: <laughs> no, it was just like very, very... Don't make me do it. ...slow. It was like, hi, everybody. <laughs> and a very, and I was like, no, Finn. Yeah. But Alana quickly reassured, <laughs> reassured <us>. everyone. Finn <laughs> is doing much better than the audio and the connection suggested. But I think everyone was a good sport. You had some... You had a lot of teammates on there, some alums.
1: Yeah, Dre showed up, full uniform, with a bat in his hand. And if you don't listen to David Vassay's Dodger Talk...
0: So a majority of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so most of you, yeah. I'm sure we're not sharing listeners. <laughs> so Dodger Talk is on AM570 Sports at 7 o'clock, I think, and Dave Vassay is the host by himself. Uh, but... I think Andre had a picture that John Suhu took of Dodger Stadium, the backdrop, and he got it blown up. And in his house, he has a batting cage, and he put the picture on the wall in the batting cage. Oh, that so, wasn't a Zoom background? No, that was his, that was his batting cage. Oh, wow. So he did the whole Zoom call. I had a fake background, a fake Dodger Stadium background for a little bit. Uh, Dre had an actual John Suhu photo blown up on his wall so it looked like he had a cool background because he did have a cool background about
0: zoom backgrounds where he doesn't need to go to fedex and print out a massive
1: well he he did this way before this pandemic and zoom calls so he he, this was an idea that was going up so every time he hit he felt like he was hitting in dodger stadium or the boys hit, they felt like they were hitting in dodger stadium which is really cool
0: and i agree everyone should have some suhu in their house we have a few suhu prints around we do have
1: a few suhu prints yeah. Miss you, Jenny.
0: Fun story. That's assuming he's listening. Fun story. Uh, Suhu came to our wedding, and I think initially he thought you were asking him to f- photograph our wedding. I think he did. I don't know if he's ever been to a wedding where he wasn't the photographer. I think he told people,
1: me he hasn't been.
0: <laughs> people, invite Suhu to your wedding. Please, just do it. <laughs> 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 um, but anyway, so he wanted to bring his camera and you can tell like our photographers that were there, the Grovers, they're so sweet and amazing. And every time I would see Suhu, I feel like he would kind of be like eyeing their cameras or being like, What kind <laughs> of lens are we? What kind of lens are we working with here? And you know, kind of just, I don't know, getting that fixed.
1: He had our backs. That's what he was doing. He was making sure <laughs> they were getting the money shots.
0: It was so great. It was yeah, he needed to get his fix on all his camera chat. And so after the wedding, he gifted us with this print of, we got married in Cabo in Mexico and on the property of the Palmia, the resort, there's this church that's been there long before the resort and it's beautiful and we got married in the steps in front of it and he took a photo at night when it was lit up and it is so beautiful. It's this black and white photo and it's hung up in our house and He told me he was not bringing his camera down there. He was like, I'm leaving it behind. You don't have to worry. And he snuck one in. It's a good one.
1: He said he couldn't help himself. He said he had to take at least one photo. So, and I don't He's know. He's like slapping
0: his veins. He's like, I had to get just
1: one. I don't know if anyone has ever been down to Palmia, down in Cabo, but it's a beautiful, beautiful resort. And if you do go down there, you should bring your camera. And because, invite Suhu, please. And invite Suhu. But there's so many cool places to take photos of down there. It's it's unbelievable.
0: Okay. So back back to the Zoom call.
1: Back to the Zoom call. Okay. It was on- great. We had, we had a lot of teammates. Dre was there. Uh, Gonzo was on it, and then um, Garvey was on it, Oral was on it, and then Current Guys was uh, Stripling, Kershaw, Kenley, Kike. Kike was hilarious, as usual, um, his normal self. He went and got, like, some, like, old janky like they're bu- called
0: Bubba Teeth.
1: Bubba Teeth. Those, yes. yes. So he put his Bubba Very Teeth. Very familiar with them in
0: Indiana. <laughs> he put his
1: Bubba Teeth in. <laughs> it's about, called
0: the State Fair in Indiana.
1: <laughs> about 20 minutes into the <laughs> Zoom Dodger party and left him in and he was showing off his new mustache and Uh, you know, even (laughs) he even answered some of his questions with the teeth in (laughs) teeth. I can't talk thinking about it.
0: He answered Uh, questions with his teeth. He had his teeth (laughs) in,
1: and uh, (laughs) yeah, it was it went good. It went really well. Uh, One of the cool parts um, about tonight, I think, uh, they had fans. They have fan come fans come on and submit questions, and then they played the questions for us to answer, which was really cool. And then they also did a seventh inning stretch where They put people up on the Jumbotron just like it would happen during a game. So fans would take pictures of themselves watching the Zoom party, and then the Dodgers posted it up. I think that was
0: your suggestion.
1: It might have been my suggestion, but um, (laughs) I think it went well. I think it went well. So it, it was cool to actually see the fans who were watching because we just see the panel of guys that are on it. So we don't get to see. It
0: would be like little ants dots on the screen (laughs) trying to get that many it's hard enough when we have like 10 on there for a game night to try to flip back and forth
1: museum for ants (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: oh wow so yeah i think they're doing um every monday every hopefully not for long hopefully we're yeah
1: i I don't know if they're going to do a third week but i'm assuming they would i think it's really cool
0: at the end we'll see you guys next week
1: well i think it's really cool for the fans i'll I'll let you know
0: where you need to be (laughs) yeah hopefully
1: i get invited back i hope i didn't uh botch it talk too much or something
0: no you weren't you weren't long-winded it was cool
1: it was cool we love our fans
0: oh man all right so another big holiday this week another
1: (laughs) big holiday
0: may the 4th Be with with you. you. (laughs) May the 4th. You've never seen a Star Wars movie. (laughs) Never. I had to call you out. I couldn't go through this whole segment and let you live a lie.
1: Not one. I've I've watched parts of Star Wars movies, but I've never watched a front to back Star Wars movie.
0: Who's your favorite Star Wars character? (laughs) (laughs) Yoda. (laughs) Wow. What? I don't know.
1: He talks backwards, right? Uh,
0: kind of. He'd be like, "Liar, you are about watching Star Wars." (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wait, how many have you watched?
0: I have watched the OG three, and that's good because I have not watched a lot of movies.
1: Excuses.
0: No, I'm I mean I'm an honest person and I've seen maybe 20 movies total in my lifetime.
1: This is a fact, people.
0: I don't know. It drives They're, me crazy. It's getting bigger. I haven't seen as many of, as you. Like you've seen like all of the Sharknados and like every like it's weird how many movies you've seen. Like that, the most obscure movies you're like, "Oh yeah, I watched that." And you remember them.
1: That's because you want to watch your stories by the way stories mean like, like bravo housewives like stuff like that she watches stories Those and i'd rather stories. i'd rather watch movies okay and we're just we're just two different people <laughs>
0: living so under you, one roof. you have to let us know on I don't know if I'll go beyond my, I will maybe if you want to go down that road, but what order would you recommend watching them in? And I'm saying you as in the listeners, because we don't know. I've heard multiple things starting with the episodes or starting with the OGs. I think some people say to avoid the newest ones entirely. I don't know.
1: I want to know if I've missed my window because my agent today wished me happy. May the fourth be with you. And said he's your he,
0: agent, which, Greg.
1: Yes, he's. I, I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Man, we're watching Star Wars with the with the kids." Oh. and I said, "I told him, I said, I've never seen one." And he goes, "You might have w- missed your window. I don't think you can. I don't think. I think it's too late to get into it." What? That's what he said. That was his his advice.
0: That's strange. Are they going back in the Disney Vault? I don't remember when they would threaten you with that. They're like 101 Dalmatians is going in the Disney vault forever, and then you'll would, never be able to. Get and to they would see it put it in an <laughs> actual like vault and start to close it. It was horrific as a child to see that.
1: Did it make you watch the movie? No, because you've only watched 20 movies.
0: No, we had them on VHS, but there were some where it would try to get you to tell your mom or dad to go buy it because it was going back in the Disney vault forever.
1: Oh, so it was a marketing scheme.
0: Yeah. Well, they didn't, I mean, they weren't available.
1: Did Tyne run out the door and go buy 101 Dalmatians? <laughs> or
0: We already had that one. We had our favorites, for okay. sure. All
1: right. I like that movie. <laughs> Save the puppies, man.
0: Right? Well, I have a fun Star Wars story that Matt Marino of Dodger Blue brought up. So I'll have a little chat about it. You actually had a rehab game. It wasn't on May the 4th in 2018, but it was... think it was like middle of May, like May 18th, you and Logan Forsythe were rehabbing in Rancho Cucamonga from when you broke your wrist.
1: 20, was it 17 or 18?
0: No, 18.
1: 18. Yeah, I think I broke my wrist.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you were getting some ABs in Rancho and it happened to be Star Wars night. And this is what I love about the minor leagues is their night, their themed nights. It's the best. They can do anything.
1: Have we mentioned on here your, your, like, ultimate dream and desire in life is to own a minor league team?
0: How fun would that be? Because they can do, I mean, where were we at when they had, like, the hot dog horse and he just trots around uh, a fake horse and launches hot dogs into where the Where was that?
1: Uh, where Tully's <laughs> totally from? Totally from. Uh, uh, Binghamton. Binghamton.
0: Binghamton. Met's, yes. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Oh man, that, that was, was fun. so fun!
0: And they would have these days. It was Sunday where like all the kids came from summer school, and they would just hose down big sections of the crowd. If like, yeah. you can't do that at Dodger Stadium, <laughs> you can't just turn a hose on the crowd. People well, they had, would be like so. Hoses
1: and hoses and full yeah. hoses,
0: just spraying the crowd. It was incredible. Yeah, it was great. You can get away with anything, and you can also have theme nights. And with theme nights comes the theme jerseys for all the players to wear. They've had. Rugrats nights. I'm sure they're going to have Tiger King Tiger nights. Tiger King. They're going to have it all. But you happened to play for Star Wars night. Yep. And I found out that they were doing an auction on, you could download an app and bid on all the jerseys. I think with the jerseys, you were able to meet the player. Or they actually would give the jersey off their back to this person and you would sign it.
1: No, because. They well, did I'll it for you, the, the guys. I'll let you tell the story.
0: I feel like it was you got it handed to you directly from the player if you want it, but maybe you didn't have to be there. Maybe I made this up in my mind. <laughs> I don't. Maybe remember. that's the very last game of minor league seasons where they do like give the jersey off your back and you actually they give do it do off stuff like that,
1: and they might have done it, but I don't. I don't know if they made. Anyway, tell the story.
0: Okay, so I wanted your. I think it was a Chewbacca jersey.
1: Yes, it was Chewie.
0: Yeah, you know another Star Wars character. You're almost an expert. <laughs> So I decided I'm going to win this jersey, not just bid, I'm going to win. And so I start out a little light on the bidding in, I think it was going to be very last out of the seventh inning it was closing so I download the app and my sister's a big Star Wars fan. I'm like, oh, this will be so cool. Maybe I'll get it for her. It's I think the proceeds were going to Alzheimer's LA. So I'm like, great cause. This is perfect. I'm saving the world and bidding on this jersey. I'm ending up in a full-blown bidding war. I don't know who it is. I'm looking around. It was like in the Sex and the City movie with the ring at the auction. She's like trying to figure out like who it is on the phone and like what's happening I can't figure out who it is. I feel like they had eyes on me. The second, they must've put in the auto bid. I think you can click auto bid. And every time I would bid that person, I'm like, they're kind of dumb because they're just driving this price up. Like why don't they just wait till the end? But whatever, I'll bite. So I just kept doing it. I think, I don't remember. It got pretty expensive.
1: (laughs) It was over two grand, right?
0: I want to say it was 1400 at the end.
1: Oh, I thought you which, said it was two grand.
0: I don't know. It, got, it went pretty wild. I don't remember what the increments were, but I'm thinking this guy must be made of money. We're just going back and forth <laughs> and back and forth. And I don't remember who was up, but it was one of those at-bats at the end that was going and Fouled off a ball, everything. So you're waiting because it's literally the last out, and I'm going and bidding and bidding. It says this auction is ended, <laughs> and I didn't win.
1: <laughs> you lost. So you drove the price up on this guy. I
0: drove the price up, and I didn't was it even a guy? win. It was a guy. It right? was a guy. And so in Rancho, the big leaguers that go there and rehab typically. You draw a pretty big crowd of yeah. people outside and most guys will stay. It had nothing sign. to do with
1: us. It was the Star Wars jerseys, apparently.
0: The crowd? <laughs> yeah. No. There was a lot of Star Wars fans. No, we spend like a good hour plus when you rehab there. It's yeah. definitely, the fans are amazing and they definitely always show up when there's someone rehabbing there. Maybe it That's was true. the Star Wars night. <laughs> so this guy comes up to me after the game well first of all i don't know how they knew i was engaged in this bidding war but some of the workers were like oh we saw that you you lost so i'm walking out hanging my head like it sucks lost my jersey (laughs) i don't
1: think i I got a hit that night either so we were both hanging our heads
0: i think you walked
1: i got i walked yeah i don't i didn't get a hit though
0: really i feel like you got on base and then immediately had like a pass ball and had to take second or something yeah Something scary in a rehab game. But this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, I'm the guy that beat you for the jersey. (laughs) Do you think you can grab Justin at the end of the game and have him sign it for me and make it out to my girlfriend that I got it for? So not only did I lose, I had to now become your personal secretary and bring this man over to you to meet you. He was very nice, but he was gloating a little bit. So
1: I did sign it.
0: Yeah, I I thought you had to sign it before, but maybe the auction was just that it was game-worn. I think guys would probably sign it regardless, but this guy, and then I was like, sorry for driving the price up, and he's like, yeah, it went a little out of my range. I felt really bad. Yeah. I maybe should have. Chipped in a little for, but he was playing this game with me and he didn't play it very well. I'm telling you, we should have waited until the seventh, but it was all for a good it cause. It was for a
1: good cause. So and it was fine. you know what? You didn't get your Jersey, but at the end of the day, we got a, uh, Justin Turner, Star Wars yes. bobblehead out of so it. To so to add
0: insult to injury of me losing this auction, they turned that version of you that night in that Jersey into their bobblehead this last year. Yep. Wow. <laughs>
1: it'd be cool to <laughs> have Twisting the. Bo- it'd be the cool knife. to have the bobblehead and the jersey like hanging like
0: yeah like with a shadow one another, box
1: but this guy just wanted it more
0: they didn't offer to print lo- another you, you one. Lost.
1: you lost you're just you you loser that night you know that I happens was a
0: big loser yeah i had the guy was, was like oh, can i meet justin and get a f-? then he wanted a photo with me and he's like oh let's facetime and think it was for his girlfriend she's like a big i think she might have said don't come home unless you have this jersey i might be making all this up at this point
1: you saved a relationship court <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i hope they made love all night that night with that jersey not on <laughs> whoa, but whoa. not <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> because he brought it home what she kind was, of sh- what kind of
1: podcast is this
0: <laughs> it's taken a turn <laughs> Woo! Okay. so Back anyways, on track. Back on track. We will maybe binge watch the Star Wars movies if someone tells us what order to watch them in. I feel like we have to. Now with all the Star Wars land opening up at Disney... We went there, saw it, had the blue milk, went on the new ride, but it's getting, it's going to be huge. So I feel like we need to know who all the characters are. I like are. how
1: you casually said we had the blue milk. I had like six of them. <laughs> <laughs> they were so Justin good. Justin
0: will wake up in the middle of the night and be like, you know what, I wish I had that blue milk at Star Wars.
1: I haven't seen the movie, but I will drink all of that blue milk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no milk will ever be our milk. milk. What about
1: you, Sadburns?
0: So anyway, speaking of binging, we had the last dance. Talked about it a lot last week. So we'll keep it brief this week. Episodes 5 and 6 came out. I'm starting to get nervous counting down the I think last night I asked you I was like is this 6 and I'm there's only 4 more. That's upsetting.
1: Yeah, you don't want it to end.
0: I just feel like they're I mean they're skipping over so much, but they're I don't there has to be so much footage. So maybe we'll get a like a bonus episode or something
1: i mean i love the show but it is difficult watching it and following it because it jumps back and forth years like so much yeah. so um if i had to pick a bone with one thing that would be it
0: yeah there's a lot to talk about this week few things stood out to me michael could perform regardless of Of what he did. Well with the exception of the one game. Where they claimed he was tired. Because he was in Atlantic City gambling. He was very active. Even during play. Like before playoff games. He would go golf. But that was kind of his way to clear his head. They would all hang out in a room. And play cards. I feel like. I don't. I mean I'm sure a lot of that's going on now. I guess they do have a different schedule than you guys. I feel like fans even get mad. When they see that families are on the plane going to playoffs they're like you should be in the cages on the plane not with your wives leave them at home
1: look i think i'll explain it like this i think you know whether it's a basketball game or a football game or baseball what whatever that time frame is so for us it's you know anywhere from 3 to 4 hours you're playing the game and you're mentally locked in on every pitch and every play and it is a mental grind and it's mentally wearing on you. And uh, once you get in the playoffs, it's, you know, it's even more of a mental grind. You have more information, um, you know, there's more pressure, there's more people watching. So it gets, it gets tough and it gets, at the end of the game, you know, you're obviously physically exhausted, but you're even more mentally exhausted. So I think, when you know they show Michael going to play golf and I, let me um clear this up I'm by no means am putting myself or comparing myself to Michael Jordan or putting myself in his category but I think
0: how dare you compare yourself <laughs> to Michael Jordan <laughs> I think you just have
1: to you have to find ways to like give yourself that mental break and and just not think about the game and not think about basketball or not think about baseball and and just kind of veg out and you know his way of doing that was gambling or going on the golf course and uh the one i I thought it was cool that uh magic johnson came in his room the night before a playoff game and he's playing cards with magic and um he's basically telling them he's gonna he's gonna go out and put on a show the next night
0: do you think they called it magic the gathering when they played cards together no you didn't get my 90s joke
1: no i didn't get it
0: what magic the gathering the card game
1: i've never played that game
0: okay you were busy playing baseball at that time someone that's listening will get it
1: i right over my head if you have a sound effect for that you should probably play it. (laughs) we actually do
0: have that but i don't know which button it is (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) i'm still learning i love when phil just up and decided that they needed to play golf
1: yeah right before the playoffs Yes, he's like get out of here, and my, that was when Michael was like honking the horn, like telling the media time, they, to, yeah, golf. Yeah, time to golf, time to golf, like yeah. stop talking just to Scotty. The he's got to go. We got to go. They went out. They they got on the golf course.
0: I love that. It. I just think it's a different time. I also think we, like if you perform, I don't know, people will still critique you if you have a crazy performance, but I don't think with social media and all that, I don't know if that would fly today. It's yeah, tough. I, I feel like I every know. single thing gets critiqued now. And I guess it depends if you pay attention to that noise or not and whether that bothers you. But you better win because if you don't win, that's going to be the first thing that they go to. Like with the game, with the gambling in Atlantic City, they said, oh, he looked tired. Then someone said, oh, it was reported he was in the casino, which people can obviously say anything, you know.
1: I think, you know, nowadays there's a lot of ways to measure a lot of things in all of sports, but the one thing that is immeasurable and I don't know if fans can completely grasp is how mentally draining it is. So, when he said when people were probably saying, "Oh, he looks tired." He probably was tired. I mean, they just played a full season, he's going to the playoffs, and he probably was tired. And whether he's at a casino playing cards for a couple hours or he's sitting in his room watching a movie or playing cards with his friends, like why is he, why is he a worse person for going to the casino rather than playing cards in his room? He could have been doing the same thing. He could have been up later. You don't know what his teammates were doing. You don't know what the guys on the other team were doing. So I think that, um, it's something that is hard probably for people to grasp the amount of, um, stress and energy that goes into it mentally. And then, you know, you can multiply that tenfold for for Michael Jordan, because every time he stepped out side of his house, uh, he had to be on and everywhere he went he had to be on, whether it was, uh, in the gym at the arena, um, you know, going to the bus at a hotel, you know, he had to be on at all times unless he was, you know, in his room, basically, which smoking a cigar, man, uh, always smoking a cigar, but man, like that's tough. And he even said it, he's like, I'm done. I, people ask me if it's going to be hard to walk away. And he's like, I, I can walk away from this right now because it, it is hard.
0: I do remember when we all went to a Garth Brooks concert a couple years ago and <laughs> you guys, I think, had maybe you guys didn't have a hit or didn't have runs or something. And this guy just started messaging me on Instagram. <laughs> Garth Brooks ruined JT. He ruined the whole team. I hate Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah, going, and going, going. I think you hit a walk-off or the go-ahead home or something, and then it flipped, and this guy was like, yes, I'm so sorry. I love JT. It's my favorite. It's the best. But had you guys not won, a few of us going to a concert, which whatever ended at 10, and you come home and probably go to bed the same exact time if you were sitting at home watching TV, it does make a difference. It's more under a microscope if you guys don't do well the next day.
1: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to being responsible and, um, you know, you have choices. So you can, is it okay to go and go to the casino or go to a concert or go and blow off some steam after a game? Absolutely. But, you know, you have choices to make and you got to be responsible and you got to do it the right way. And it's not staying out all night and, you know, finding the bottom of a liquor bottle or something and then having your performance enhanced that way. You know, you, you still have to give yourself those mental breaks.
0: I love that. We also had, it was kind of strange to see Kobe Bryant giving an interview for this documentary. I looked it up. It said it was recorded in July of 2019. So not too long ago. Yeah. And seeing them together on the court and you mentioned some of their mannerisms and I think their voices even sound very similar. It was interesting yeah. and he, what do you call him little that little laker boy little and laker boy yeah, yeah all star <laughs> game he just wasn't ready to give up the throne he was saying you know if he wants it he's going to have to get it from me and you know kind of wanting to put him in check and i think it you know over time showed that that relationship you know that was obviously playful and he ended up offering him a lot of guidance over the years
1: yeah you can see the the relationship and you know, you you hope that it gets into it more. We don't know what the rest of the show is going to offer, but um, I I could see it from, you know, obviously I watched a lot more Kobe Bryant growing up than I got to watch Michael Jordan, uh, but you know, watching Jordan play in these in this film or in this documentary, uh, a lot of things remind me of the way Kobe played, and that's because obviously Kobe has talked about it openly that you know, he studied Michael and he studied the best player ever and wanted to be just like him. And he asked him questions and Michael mentored him. And it was a pretty cool relationship that they had. And I mean, literally you talk about like passing the torch from, you know, Michael to to Kobe. So it was, it was cool. It was a good episode and um, obviously tough, tough to see Kobe sitting there talking after, You know, we just lost him so recently.
0: Yeah. I love hearing him, though, talk about how much respect. I feel like there's that whole debate of, you know, the best player. And, you know, I think people wanted for so long to kind of create those narratives of, you know, them not really being enemies, but just kind of not being as close. And I think at the memorial, Michael clarified a lot of that and said, you know, people were surprised. And our relationship. And so, yeah, it was cool to see him speak on it. A little eerie. I, there was another part that I love because I felt like it felt kind of personal when Michael was talking about packing for the playoffs. Yeah. (laughs) And he said, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm only packing one suit. To Phoenix. Yeah. We're winning and, you know, bringing this back to Chicago, I think it was. I, there's so much jumping around, I can't remember what game it was. <laughs>
1: well, they were going to, they were going to Utah, and there was two games left in the series, but they only had to win one. And he said, "I'm only packing one suit. Like we're going to play one game. And we're going to win this one yes. game."
0: Yes. Okay, that's what it was. I remember when you guys were playing Milwaukee in 2018, the yep. NLCS, yep. and you want to think that if you guys win and you have those two day. I guess it was game seven. So you had two days off, I think it was. Mm -hmm. So it would have been maybe a travel day and then practice day and then play. And you said, We have to pack for, I think Uh, we already knew it was Boston. Boston. Yes. So it was pack for Boston. And it's kind of that thing of all the girls were freaking out. And, you know, we always text each other, What are you bringing? What are you going to wear on the flight? And we're like, We'll sh- we're shopping in Boston, but like I'm bringing my outfit to dress up to travel there. And it was kind of that mindset of we're not going home. And so I loved when he said that because such a baller thing to say. He only brought one suit.
1: I do. I, I think he did. Ha-
0: that'd be hard for him to get a suit last minute. He's made.
1: Michael Jordan. He probably could have got I one. I think but someone's
0: just seamstressing that in the hotel, just stitching up that custom suit. I think...
1: Yeah, probably. I think he's getting it done. But well, they didn't have to. I think the, the thing that I took from that is, you know, a lot of times when you hear people say stuff, and and I'm sure some of the girls probably said, like, when you started talking about packing for Boston, um, one of the things that was probably said was like, oh, we don't want to jinx it. Like, oh, if we pack for Boston, we're going to jinx it. But I think the having that confidence is is more important than worrying about jinxing some, something. So... Uh, and oh, that's I pack
0: for Boston. That, yeah.
1: So did I. And, and, you know, you just gotta, you gotta believe it. You gotta put it out there and believe it and live it. And, um, you know, good things will happen. But if you're worried about jinxing things and you're worried about failure and you're worried about losing, uh, there's probably a good chance you're going to lose.
0: Yeah. I love that. That BDE. You gotta have it. You just gotta carry it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, we'll definitely have to discuss the next one. I'm so nervous about it coming to an end there's so much more we can talk about but we'll keep it rolling I'm loving
1: it I'm so glad they released it it's so good and um I mean just to watch basketball games is, is great but just to get an inside look on on his life and what drove him and how competitive he was like watching him play quarters in the locker room with the security guys like betting like just because yes. he wanted to compete and then I mean we weren't planning on talking about this but Uh, in the last episode they is when they made a big deal about the media pressuring him about having a gambling problem and his answer was I don't have a gambling problem I have a competing problem like I just want to compete all the time and I want to win and you know you got to feel that little bit of buzz when you're competing so you put a little bit of money on it and that's that's kind of the way he went about it and he he played quarters with the security guys in the locker room it was great
0: I love that you know I love my blackjack (laughs) <laughs> yeah and I think he he was having fun, and obviously i don't know was under i mean obviously too I think people mentioned you know what seemed like a lot of money to everyone else was not a whole lot to him, mm-hmm. and you know he seemingly kept it under control and it didn't affect his game, and he was performing and so I think when you're addicted to competing and all of those things, and then people start coming down hard on you, you kind of lose a little energy from that. And that's what I feel like it seemed like he was exhausted by everyone having an issue with something that drove him.
1: Yeah. And then I'll say one more thing about it that I've taken away from it is the mentality of the players back then. And I, I don't know if I can say it's this way now, but When he was going up against the best players, when someone else told him that, you know, this guy was one of the best players or was better than him or was in the same category as him or when Jerry Krause was recruiting players in the Olympics overseas, uh, Jordan didn't back down from it. He stepped his game up to prove that he was the best against the best. And that's what all of these guys In this documentary, it seems like when good players show up, they they elevate their game for the good players. They're not running away. They're not avoiding. They don't want to not go against the best. They want to prove themselves against the best, which is is pretty special. With,
0: like, Peacock and fluff out his feathers and show off all his skills and, yeah.
1: Well, you hear, like, Charles Barkley, he said, you know, after, I think it was game two, maybe, he said, that was the first time in my life I felt like I wasn't the best basketball player in the world. Because Jordan just he's he beat me.
0: That's what I love when these guys that are absolute legends, obviously Charles Barkley, one of the best, just admit I, you know, they beat me and it's I lost to the better player, I lost to the better team. No excuses. It's great. Yeah. You just say we you know, that he was the better one. And I love that. Absolutely. Shout out to Charles Barkley, the round mound of rebound. It was yeah. nice to see him. He was so fit and fresh and yeah, that was a great team. Yeah, My good. brother was a huge Suns fan, so obviously we followed along with them growing up. But yeah, excited for next week's episode. Lots of big news stories happening. One scared the bejesus out of me. Just when you thought 2020 was done messing with us, I present to you... Murder... Hornets. Have <laughs> you guys heard about murder? When we lost trust? Oh my god! Did you like my delivery?
1: It was so good. We were so nervous about hitting that button and using the sound I effect. I did, it, it came in So good.
0: I was good. I hope it translated perfectly. We broke
1: character for the seriousness of the story.
0: Oh, I'm serious. Murder hornets. They are two inches long. They are native to East Asia and Japan prominent eyes have you seen the photo they chose i first saw this on tmz which when you know tmz is reporting on hornets they're serious hornets i haven't seen them the striped abdomen they're scary it's he's just looking into your soul when you see a picture of them they're huge i saw one it someone had it in the palm of their hand or i don't know if they were using it for scale but the whole palm of the hand was this murder hornet
1: who holds a murder hornet in their hand
0: it might have been dead. These things killed like fifty people last year in Japan, and now they're just making their way, making their way, to, and <laughs> they're making their way to the U.S. Or I don't know. I think it said they they're arrived. Here. They're here. No, they're here. And but when they
1: say they, like, how, how many? Like, <laughs> is this like a giant like, like swarm, one swarm of like a million over. of them, or is it like twenty of did them? Did someone or? leave them
0: in their suitcase? And they how got did they through? get here? global entry I don't know
1: global entry
0: but it's (laughs) someone tweeted uh the government saying you know you know stay inside and then you know people aren't listening and then it says murder hornets we'll take it from here (laughs) like no one's gonna want to go outside now for sure wait so
1: you think it's real or you think it's like
0: no it's real but it was a joke of everyone that is like oh I'm ready to go outside again and the government's like not too fast we bring you murder hornets (laughs) I just love saying murder just slips off the tongue so Jesus. I'm
1: gonna sleep with one eye open tonight.
0: <laughs> so people are calling. I don't know the authorities. I don't know who you dial a bug, some sort of a bug hotline, 91 bug. I don't know, and saying they've already spotted them. Out of fear, they're just saying we we think we see these murder hornets. They're not them. So they're saying to look online. They have different stripes. So they have this yellow. I definitely research because if I see one, I'm out of there. And I'm definitely calling 9 We're screwed
1: because you're the bug killer in the house. <laughs> so if you're running, I'm that running. That is true. We're there's not- a
0: spider. Justin does the, I think it's Ned Flanders scream. If anyone watches The Simpsons. I don't scream. The purple drape scream. That's Justin if there's a bug. Lies. Someone better tweet me and tell me they know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, yeah, this is not great. We've had tornadoes and... Coronavirus and murder hornets. I don't know what. Kobe. Oh, 2020. And it's May.
1: Don Shula.
0: Oh, yes. Don Shula passed away. Oh, which, heartbreaking. The best. The legendary dolphin. What a coach, stud. What a stud. Season. And Shula, the restaurant. Shula's yes. on the beach. So good. So I guess keep a lookout for. How
1: do you report them? Do you call the cops? Do you go on next door? Do you like. No?
0: I don't know. I think, I said, I don't know. Maybe people are calling the authority. I don't know who they're calling. <laughs> I think there, you just have to go. Is there a
1: killer, what, what are they called? They're called murder hornet. Is there a murder, murder hornet like specialist in the United States? I imagine that. Or do you just call the bee guy?
0: Take up that craft now. I don't know. Let's go to lighter news that I saw. <laughs> there was a five-year-old that was pulled over. On the I-15... Wait,
1: can you just say that one more time? I don't know if everyone caught that. There was a what?
0: A five-year-old boy...
1: Five years Five years old.
0: Pulled over on the freeway for going 32 in a 70. Well, that's why he was pulled over. He was making erratic lane changes without a, a signal and got pulled over. And they find behind a wheel... There's video of us online... A five-year-old? I couldn't, I don't think I could reach the pedals at five.
1: How is he reaching the pedals? I don't understand.
0: They, so they talked with him. And they wanted to find out why he stole his parents' car. I think it was an SUV, which makes it even, even more harder traveling. to get to the pedals. Yeah, he must have really yanked that seat in there. And he said, I got in a fight with my parents because they wouldn't, get me a lamborghini so i was driving from utah to california to buy a lamborghini because <laughs> apparently you can only buy a lamborghini in california
1: i mean the set of cojones on this kid <laughs> to jump in a car and drive from utah to california at five years old wow
0: when they checked what he had on him they're like license registration chief. i don't know what they said He had three dollars on him. He
1: had a wallet, so
0: He had I imagine it was like a duct tape wallet. He had three dollars.
1: It was probably like a Barney wallet or something. Is Barney a thing anymore? I don't even know. I think this kid's a
0: Barney kid. It might have like a skull and crossbones on it. He is fierce. (laughs) He is might have had a Lambo on it. He's
1: already stealing cars.
0: (laughs) He seriously stole his parents' car. His teenage sibling was supposed to be watching him. Yeah, but he just fully went rogue. Wow. He didn't make it very far. Jeez. the fact that he was able to, I guess you can learn a lot by watching TV and your mom and dad driving and all that. I just, I don't know.
1: I mean, what five-year-old knows what a Lamborghini is?
0: This five-year-old, apparently. I well, mean, <laughs> I guess
1: you don't want your kids sitting inside playing video games. That's what you get, right? <laughs> yeah. you, if I not, can't, If I can't play Grand Theft Auto, I'm going to steal your car and drive to California so he was
0: not quarantining at home
1: well he was social distancing himself
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh Um, man speaking of quarantine and social distancing that's going to bring us into our social media your turn segment this has become one of my favorite things I don't think people are going to respond when I post the question and then I get just
1: unbelievable response (laughs) a
0: crazy response people are really excited to share so that's great we can go through a few of these I asked people the last thing they had an argument about in quarantine because I feel like you're on top of one another I know we're on top of one another and I've mentioned that I'm used to being by myself all day and so the way that I go about things I'm not used to having someone standing over me like you're used to having people Critiquing your job, where you're at, and having people see what you're doing all day—I'm by myself a good majority of the day. So a lot of things we've had to kind of learn how to coexist again. So these were funny to see. Wait, I
1: think we should do something though. I think we should state whether or not we've had these arguments during quarantine that people just leave have submitted. It all out there. Yeah. So as we go down the list, we'll um, we'll say whether or not we've had an argument about it.
0: Okay, we'll just kick it off with one that's very on brand, not wearing a mask in the supermarket. Guilty. I So you rode your bike up to the market on the corner. I get mad at you for forgetting your mask because then you have to buy one before you walk in the store, which is just frivolous.
1: But I did have a fan, bought me a five pack the last time <laughs> I went to the store. <laughs>
0: Because you didn't have your mask. He said,
1: man, you're doing a lot of great things. Let me buy you some masks. And he bought me some
0: masks. Well, that's nice. It was nice.
1: It was great. I took a social distancing uh, selfie with him too.
0: Oh my gosh. Making the bed.
1: We don't fight about that. No,
0: we make our bed every morning, which I don't know who. It's from the Naval Academy. That guy has that video about starting your day, making your beds. You start off with accomplishments. I love making my bed. And there's nothing better than getting into a made bed. That's right. At the end of the night, Danny Tanner always said a clean room is a happy room. Make it happy. <laughs> Danny Tanner. <laughs> Intimacy. I don't think yep. we've thought about that. Loading yeah. the dishwasher the right way. I just redo it. I don't know if I don't argue with you.
1: Well, it's more arranging, like when we have a lot of stuff and it's kind of like arranging. We don't really argue over it. but
0: I just redo it. I'd rather just not complain. What to do for dinner. We've yeah. been meal planning. Yeah, we
1: listened to Andrea.
0: Yeah, we've been doing... I do one grocery order a week and plan out the meal. So there hasn't really been any discussion. And thankfully, you love my Midwest cooking.
1: Well, yeah. Midwest
0: and cooking with a healthy twist.
1: You allow me to barbecue a couple times. So that's great.
0: Yes. Get those man juices flowing. Uh, <laughs> Wow, this one. Yes, not during quarantine. But today, we argued about how long <laughs> a blanking game of golf takes?
1: This is a good one. Shredder. <laughs> Did
0: you just put him on blast?
1: I'm putting you on blast, Shredder, Punto.
0: His wife submitted this one. Uh, there are times I've when... I've heard it. I've
1: heard it, Nick. I've heard it.
0: See, I'm not... I don't care what what you... Like, if you're like, I'm going to go golf. I'm going to go do this. Have fun. I think my anxiety sometimes starts to take over if something seems like it's taking longer because I think that something bad happened. But then there's days when you play golf very, very quickly, and there's other days when it's very, very slow. And I think it probably just depends on who you're golfing with. Absolutely. And if you're hanging out. But this might be maybe the dads are golfing a little longer.
1: You can't put a time limit. To
0: stay out of the house. On golfing also, with the Also, you broskies. didn't invite me to go golfing, and I am an excellent golfer. So maybe we'll argue we about that after range. this podcast. We go to the driving range. Okay. The way top the way golf he specialist. I, yeah, I'm pretty good. The way he washes his hands and splashes all over. My issue. <laughs> I'm guilty. I am about to be done washing my hands and I'm going for my towel and Justin just puts his hands over mine and begins his washing process, which then sets back my process. I have to start over because now you've contaminated me with <laughs> your dirty water. So I just yes, wanna-
1: Share the sink with you.
0: Sneaking the dog food under the table. No, nope, nope. Don't
1: do that. Our dog does not eat real food. Dog who, food only.
0: Who left the ketchup out? I'll probably point. I'll probably say it. Be like, oh, someone left this ketchup out. Yeah, it's usually
1: it you. It's you. Wow. Yeah. Kay. Daggers.
0: <laughs> the color to paint our bathroom cabinets. You pretty much... Would trust me on that.
1: Yeah, but guy or whoever put that in, like, be happy he cares, right?
0: I guess so. Unless he has a very strong opinion and she's like, you've never cared about our home.
1: I feel like 95% of guys would be like, "Ah, whatever you want, babe. Just go ahead.
0: Yeah, that's true. You actually have pretty, not strong opinions, but you give an opinion on home stuff and decorating or even like wedding planning when I didn't think you would have an opinion on because Different I things. I don't
1: want you to think that I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. We're in it together.
0: Who ate my last ice cream sandwich? That's <laughs> messed up. That's so messed up. I'm not a big ice cream sandwich no. person, but if you had the loss of something of mine, I remember growing up to this day, no one will admit there was one slice of pizza left and someone ate it. And I think it was supposed to be maybe my dad's lunch the next day to this day no one will admit Pizza Gate, and it's still brought up all the time really yes and
1: that's a strong like conscience it wasn't me
0: and I, I don't know who it was maybe i'll have to ask everyone individually to confess but no one will admit it and someone mm. ate it and they know who it was and i would love to
1: get this information
0: yeah I will admit I was the one that spilled my RC Cola in the, it was a RC cherry in the keyboard of our computer. Like when we first got the internet and I tried to just quickly wipe it up and like destroy the evidence. And I was so terrified for someone to find out. And I didn't really think ahead that RC Cola and many other soda beverages pop very sticky so the evidence lingered and the keys were getting stuck and they popped the keys off and it was not good they knew it was me but i wouldn't admit it so i know my mom is listening to this so it was me <laughs> and <laughs> so yeah pizza gate and keyboard gate
1: but the pizza wasn't you
0: the pizza was not me i don't know who it was
1: it was probably your mom
0: <laughs> i don't think she would have because she made my dad's lunch for war. i don't i'm going to i'll get more info i'll get back to everyone on that him waking up at three in the afternoon. This, is he working late? I think that would be my question. I, I don't, don't think know. we argue about, we kind of get up at the same time. So I don't the think. The dog,
1: dog gets up, we get up. So
0: Yeah. How he peeled the chicken off a rotisserie chicken. I have a few questions. Did he leave the skin for me? Because that's the only thing I want on a rotisserie. And was it from Costco?
1: Good questions. Those we know. need to know.
0: I don't know about the Costco rotisseries right now. If they're there, I haven't been to Costco. It's a very difficult time. But that skin, oof.
1: They have rotisseries at like other stores, right?
0: Yeah, they have them at grocery stores. But the Costco yeah. rotisserie, it's $4 and it's But what are you upset about? Like,
1: did he just like put his hands on and ripped a leg off or what happened? I don't
0: Maybe she wanted to eat it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't have many details beyond that. Uh, who was next to wake up with the baby to give them milk? Don't have children ever? I wake said, up
1: I wake up with a dog every time.
0: Yeah, I feel like I I'm like, oh wow. Moon slept through the night. That was so great. She didn't have to get up and go potty and you're like, she got up four times. No <laughs> clue. I literally have no clue. So if I ever have a child, I hope they just latch themselves to my teeth while I'm sleeping and I because I won't even notice.
1: Because you drink that psalm, and then you're just out yes. cold. Like, <laughs> sleep just knocks you out, and
0: I just don't wake up for things straight till ten o'clock. Yeah, I'll we'll be on a flight and I'll sleep the whole time. I'm like, oh, they never came by with drinks or anything. You're like, they came by six times, but I missed it. Uh, he was, he was breathing too loud. That's when you're really in, like on top of each other. When the way that they're eating and they're breathing. A lot of people said my kid's attitude right now. Again, we don't have kids. So everyone's saying we're very, very lucky through quarantine to not have children. I'm sure some people are enjoying their kids, but.
1: 15-year-old attitude. probably also a challenge. That's some attitude, I bet.
0: A lot of kids doing their schoolwork. I'm sure that's tough to keep them motivated. Someone said if I disclose that, it could jeopardize the fragile culture of our quarantine group. Uh Uh-oh wow gotta keep it they're, <laughs> they're hanging
1: on pins and needles over there just like it's like uh what's the game with the marbles and the straws that don't there's break like the ice? there's like one straw left in that house and then it's all gonna come crashing down
0: yeah it's true is it no don't break the ice as the little hammer the other one
1: you know what i'm talking about it's like the cylinder and then yeah, the you put sticks. all the straws and uh-huh. the sticks and then like the marbles sticks, and you have to not let the, yeah yeah
0: that's that's perfect and someone said what to do about our wedding in September. Oof. I know I have a few friends that are getting married and ugh, I I feel for them because that's a tough one. How he cleaned the bathroom, how he slurps his coffee, dirty dishes on the counter, Nope, nope. where the remote was.
1: Actually, you get mad at me about it. So I wash the dish and then I set it in the sink yeah. instead of putting it in the dishwasher.
0: Just do one more move and then we're already ahead of the game. The bedroom temperature. I will fight you on that. I told you if I ever leave you, it's over the this temperature is, of our bedroom. Yeah.
1: It's got to be cold.
0: I We kind of came up with a rule in the last two weeks, I think, where yeah. you don't crank the AC until I'm settled in bed. Yeah. because I'll Which get is a, tough. Yeah, I'll wash my face, do my skincare. Your care, routine is like... Brush my teeth, and then I have to go to the bathroom one more time before I go to bed. And so until I'm in that final stage of slumber
1: don't forget like dance in front of the mirror seven times like <laughs> what? sing a few songs <laughs> <laughs>
0: never heard of that before in my life it's very strange vince's mm. market one of our restaurants that has been partnering with us to deliver meals to the dream center said they argued over who makes sandwiches faster boys or girls
1: Ooh, i don't know but I'm this not is like a, a challenge i think we should have a challenge i, I think know. we should we should do something we should challenge him.
0: I'm kind of a sandwich artist, so I'm more of like a taking time on my craft. But I could probably sling it if it's a simple sandwich.
1: We gotta come up with something.
0: Yeah. Wow. A lot of arguments about food, the right way to make a grilled cheese. Someone said we actually had a full on fight over how to properly make a grilled cheese. I thought you just butter and a craft single, put it in the pan, melt it. Yeah. Put
1: some cheese on some toast. Dip it in ketchup.
0: Who ate all the ice cream? A lot of this, who ate the last of something? Him playing too much Call of Duty.
1: What about the apple juice fight?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's too... Just fight with water. Yeah, who throws apple juice? (laughs) Who throws a shoe? Really? It's honestly. Honestly. (laughs) Sorry. Argued with my dog about her being in the crate. A lot of people were saying that they wanted more treats. And I was like, oh, it's because." They're just with their dog. Yeah. And yeah, so the crate one. The way he said okay. I think we've... Yeah, tone of voice could...
1: Is it like a little John okay? Or... Okay. (laughs) Like, what are we talking about here?
0: I think he uh, maybe said it... Yeah, maybe with a rude tone. Uh, He watched a show without me. I think I got mad. You watched a movie I wanted to watch. I forgot what it was. I want to say it it was was, like I, Tanya or something. Oh,
1: the... um, the one with the singing one.
0: Oh, A Star is Born. A Star is Born, yeah. So I come home, and I think I was maybe on a hike or something. I come home, and you a hike. I noticed the movie is on, because obviously it's Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, and I'm, real, I'm thinking, wait, what's happening? We were supposed to watch this movie together. And... He's like, it's fine. It's almost over. To make it worse, it was like the
1: last scene, which is like...
0: I'm just going to finish it. And then I'll watch it again with you. Well, I see like someone die. I'm like, everything happens. (laughs) Sorry if I spoiler alerted that, but it happened to me. You haven't seen it by now. Now you know what it feels like. But you
1: haven't seen it, so I don't think you're going to see it.
0: And I'm in the kitchen just horrified that you could do something like that to me. You didn't say, oh, I'll stop it before it gets to the juicy part. You just rode the wave.
1: You were so distraught.
0: I was mad, and to this day, I won't see it. I'll never see it. I don't care about it. I have no interest in it. I'm sure, it was great. Good for you. Anyway, so yes, I think we have argued about watching a show without the other person.
1: <laughs> Check.
0: Someone said that he is actually a Dodger fan, even though he claims to be an Angel fan.
1: What's wrong with him? I don't know. We're in different leagues, though. You can be both, unless we play each other. Yeah. And you got to wear blue.
0: Punishment for kids. This one personal space with home workouts. We have a little gym and I feel like a lot of times we want to work out together and
1: nope. It's too hard.
0: You want to be throwing the iron around and you play very different music. See, I work out to power love ballads. Celine Dion, Tony Braxton, Whitney Houston. I I love a good love song while I'm working out. I think it's and? beautiful and inspiring and you play Green Day. I feel like you play like Guar. I don't know what you're playing in there. It's very aggressive, but it's got to be loud
1: and intense and fast paced.
0: Yeah, it's not my style. Uh, people are arguing about Uno intense games. I'm very competitive. We haven't had a really like competitive game night. I feel like it's a lot of just fun answers and all that.
1: Posting relationship pics,
0: like, like announcing your relationships to social media. I could I see that cuz I I do notice cuz I'm a creep and I'll notice if one person in the relationship is posting pictures and the other person is not and that's telling and everyone will say oh it's social media it's so stupid it doesn't matter but it can also reveal a lot if one person is wanting to put the status and making the profile photo and doing this and that and this and the other person is acting like they don't know that person Red flag.
1: I'm just warning you, court will find it. You outed one of our trainers, new relationships by his Venmo page. Venmo.
0: I go on the Venmo. It's very fun. It's refreshing. If you want a little break from your Facebook feed, I challenge you to go on there. Someone actually found out that Peter was with Hannah because they were from the bachelor because they were friends on Venmo. And Obviously, they split up eventually, but people were saying, Okay, they have to be together because they were Venmoing each other for yep. things. Put it on private, do it Actually, private. Don't put it on private yeah, because I love see this. <laughs> so, yes, I saw one of your trainers, and Andy, he, I mean, you have to say his name. I'm, I'm
1: calling him out. It's Andy.
0: Gosh, you're ruining my detective company over He's here. He's a
1: Boston guy, so I'll we'll call him out.
0: <laughs> so I noticed that. He was Venmoing someone, and it would say for dinner and great company or something, something. And I said, "Justin, does Andy have a new girlfriend?" He's like, "Why, creep?" I said, "Oh, I just saw something on Venmo."
1: And sure enough, he had a new girlfriend.
0: Yep. So I will solve any crime by dinner time. If you need anything, just come <laughs> my way. <laughs> oh man, lots wow. of fun answers this week. I think I'm gonna keep doing it. The yeah, questions are going. tricky, but I think they're very quarantine themed lately, but obviously we'll eventually branch get out beyond this world. But thanks to everyone that submitted everything. I think that's going to do it for this week.
1: Yeah, it was a good one.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys. We won't see you.
1: We'll talk to you next week.
0: We'll hopefully see you soon. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
1: Bum 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 bum, pump, pump,
0: bum. pump, pump,